Do you get paid overtime? This is a very common question asked of people who work extra hours. And often the answer is no. Uh, but sometimes the answer is no, even though they're quite al- allowed to claim overtime. Like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you not claim overtime when you can get it? Hmm, there could be a lot of motivations there. Uh, one might be that people think, you know, in my, if, if I claim too much overtime, I'm going to be seen as too expensive and, and I'm going to lose my job. Uh, but there are some other less economic, if you like, less financial motivations there. Uh, one might be, you know, I'm, I'm, I really enjoy this work. And another one might be, look, I just, I just dialed in to help a, help a, a colleague. I, um, I wanted to, wanted to help them out. Another one is it only takes me a minute. It was only a short amount of, short amount of work. In other words, a whole lot of drivers that are not financial ones. And now the employer might say, "Well, oh, well, this is this is good. <laughs> People are working the extra hours, and I don't have to pay for it." Uh, or the employer might say, "Well, no, this is really bad. Uh, I w- we want people to have." Uh, you know, have time on the weekend and, and we don't want them to be working these, these extra hours. If we do, uh, you know, we've got a, we've, we've budgeted for it and we want you to claim it. So my point here is that people are being driven uh, by external factors, you know, getting, getting paid, not losing their job, and by internal factors. Uh, I really like the work. I want to help my colleagues. Uh, that's who I am. You know that th- those different m- different drivers, if you like, that are moving people to 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 give extra of themselves. Now, when it comes to let's look at a little bit of a bigger pr- picture. Okay, let's talk about a project, and a project could be. A multi-million dollar <laughs> um, IT implementation project. Uh, it could be renovating, renovating your laundry at home. Uh, or it could be something uh, even even smaller than that. At each point along the way, there are so many players who are going to be involved, and so many drivers, so many motivations for them. And when you start to take on some new project, okay, it could be something that you're going to be doing for yourself, something you're going to do for others. I'll give a couple of examples from my own life. One is uh, creating a YouTube channel or creating more videos on my YouTube channel. Another is uh, writing, writing the book on imposter syndrome. Now... What we tend to do is, first of all, think about uh, we, we think about ourselves, our own motivation. Oh wow, I'd love to have that video go viral and I'll make some money. And then we feel this uh, uh, 
dichotomy, this break between what's serving us and what's serving other people. And maybe we do exactly the opposite. We say, I'm doing this for others. I, because that's who I am. I like to serve others. And somehow if I benefit from it as well, then that's really bad. <laughs> and so I don't want to accept money for it. Hey, it's really not a problem for, for me. I really enjoy doing it, whatever. And this misalignment of motivations is, is, is really what I'm, uh, what I'm interested in today. This whole idea that I'm, it's good for me, how can, I, how can I create a project? How can I do a job? How can I do a task that's going to be a win, a win for me and a win for those who I'm doing it for? So let's take the big example of, say, a big, a big project at a company. Now, the company says we're heading in this direction. We're going to be, let's say, we're going to be selling off this part of the business. And so we've got to get it ready, ready for sale. We've got to be able to hand it over. We're selling it off to another company so that none of, none of the people, everything is so organised and easy to hand over that we're really clear that, you know, which teams are staying with, with our main company, which ones are going across to the other company. We're really clear that we're going to be able to hand it over to the other company with a transition stage and that, you know, we're, we're never going to have to deal with this again because it will be owned by a different company. We're going to sell off this arm of the business. Now, at the beginning of that project, there are going to be a whole lot of motivations, if you like. The big, big motivation of the big company is, well, we're going to be selling off this part of the business. It's no longer profitable for us. It's no longer the direction that we want to go as, as a business. And so we're going to be selling off that part. And then they're going to reap that benefit. We will no longer have to maintain this part of the business. We won't have uh, any of those expenses and we're going to make some money from the sale. But if you just come in and say to the whole team, hey, everybody, we're doing this. This has got to be done. How are we going to do it? And then it's all around timelines and the work to be done, what's involved in the project. Anything missing? Yeah, I'll tell you there's something missing, which is around the motivation of the different players involved. Because different people in the project have got different drivers. Some of them just want to keep their job and they just say, oh, whatever. Okay, I, I, whatever work they send to me, as long as I've got more work coming through, then that's fine. Others are going to be really driven by, by the, the very nature of the work. Others are going to be worried about the risk for their particular team or the burden on their team. So there are all of these different drivers and motivations now, I'm not saying that you need to go around and interview every single person and say, well, what's driving you? Why, why are you doing this? But whether you are doing this as a major project for a big company 
or something small where you are serving a person one-on-one in your small service business, aligning up those motivations is critical. Understanding that, hey, I'm serving you and this is going to serve me as well. Or the other way around, I'm serving myself. I love doing this, but hey, here's the benefit that you're going to be getting from it. How does this relate to imposter syndrome? Well, in, 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 when we feel imposter syndrome, we're feeling like somehow we don't belong, like somehow we're not good enough, that what we're doing is only in our self-interest and we're not serving anybody else. Our, our work is useless or it's not good enough and nobody has picked us, right? And so if, as I say, whether it's a tiny project, whether it's a building project, you know, from, from home, okay, renovating the laundry or writing a book, the more you can understand and even articulate what is driving others, what is moving others to want to read that book, to want to help uh, with getting, choosing the paints for, for, the, for the laundry, <laughs> what paint colour you're going to use, whatever. The more that you can align your motivation with theirs or their motivation with yours, so that we're all sailing together in the same boat, then the easier it's going to be, the less you're going to feel imposter syndrome, the less you're going to feel this has been imposed on high from you know the big the big bank uh, or the big company that it says this is the way this is the direction we're going, we're getting people's buy-in all the way along every step of the way, especially at the start. So they are really clear. Here's what the benefit is for them, and the benefit is for them, as I said at the beginning of this episode, is not necessarily the benefit is not necessarily going to be around. Uh, around external motivation or around money or anything like that. Their driver may be something very different, such as the people who say, I love doing this work. I love the nature of this kind of work. You still pay them, but they are being driven and highly driven because they love figuring things out. They love the challenge. They love whatever it is. Find that motivation, articulate it, and then you'll just find the whole project will go a whole lot smoother, faster, and, and actually more cheaply too.